Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Thanks for staying with us. Now, the Ghana Football Association's Executive Council will decide in a meeting tomorrow whether to sack Black Stars coach Chris Hilton or not. Now, Hilton has had an underwhelming start to his Ghana career and lost to Mexico and the USA in friendlies played last month. Now, Muftal Nabila Abdullahi has joined me in studio. Muftal is the host of Prime Take of the Joy Prime channel and here on Joy News as well. He's been following this story and has some background information around this particular development. He joins me for more here in the studio. Mufti, good to see you. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Now. Well, so earlier this morning, uh, the story broke, and uh, this clearly was something that was festering gradually or was simmering gradually in the background, especially after those results that came back to back. And, and even in fact, it actually started after the... Um, the last AFCON qualifier against Central African Republic, where the leadership of the Ghana Football Association felt that Chris Hilton hadn't had an impressive performance with the Black Stars. But when that idea was mooted by them, it was rejected by the government. Uh, let me just say the ministry, because the ministry represents the government. So um, after the friendly matches against uh, Mexico and the USA, um, the GFA revived this, and uh, in fact, they had made calls to 
the leadership of the sports ministry, I was made to understand that it was the management committee chairman of the Black Stars, Makado, who placed that call to, and, um, to the minister of youth and sports, where he outrightly told them that Chris Hutin was not going to be sacked and that the man needed some time to do his job. And in fact, I remember on October 20, uh, during game plan, I gave a hint of it about how uh, allegations were flowing everywhere that uh, leadership of the Ghana Football Association were trying to influence the decisions of who play for the national team and all that. And this has led to a loggerheads between the technical team and the leadership of the Ghana Football Association. And um, we're made to understand that when the GFA came back from the U.S. after those friendly matches, they decided to do their underground work. The ministry rejected it. They decided to lobby people outside the ministry to galvanize their support to have Chris Hutton sacked as head coach of the Black Stars. Uh, but um, uh, the minister related what they want to do to cabinet on Wednesday, where I was made to understand that there wasn't a definite decision that was taken yet. But uh, cabinet is expected to meet again tonight, and uh, uh, maybe after that meeting we'll have a clear picture of what they want to do. But Chris Hutton, um, uh, he's, he's fully aware of the executive council meeting. He's fully aware that a decision like a parting company with him is a possibility because as a man um, who is in charge of the national team, you also need to have your ears on the ground. So um, uh, he's very much aware of what is happening. So basically, this is what we can say for now. Not. But this is coming at a very unique time. There are circumstances yeah. that have to be dealt with. Two games back-to-back. -back. Yeah. And these games are just a week and a half away. Yeah. Now, um, question then is if it happens tomorrow and the decision is taken and he has to leave in the coming weekend, who takes over? Are we going to see a similar situation of the Otoado situation where, uh, you know, he took charge of the team and all of that? Briefly and all that. So, um, but the information available to George Sports, right? Um, George Borton is a man being considered to take over the coaching job in the interim uh, after Chris, uh, Chris Hutton is sacked. However, certain quarters within the executive council believe that everyone within the technical team should go. Um, there are claims that there's a bit of disunity within the technical team. And people who have watched the Black Stars train would tell you that when you go to the training sessions, in fact, it is Chris Hutton who is supervising the tra training sessions. You know, most of the times you have the assistant coaches go about, they arrange the staff for the training sessions and all that to happen. But Chris Hutton decides that I am going to do these things myself. So it is believed that there's some form of disunity in the technical team. So some members of the executive council that I have the privilege of speaking to tell, tell me that um, uh, they think everyone within the technical team should go. And in fact, there are even some of them who do not subscribe to the idea that Chris Hutton should be fired because they believe that the World Cup qualifiers against Madagascar and uh, Comoros should be given an opportunity to uh, supervise those matches. There are also people who believe that we're just about two months away to the African Cup of Nations in Cote d'Ivoire. Allow him to go and win. There's a possibility that uh, he could just go there and win a tournament. In as much as we've not had very good performances uh, in the last seven matches under his uh, leadership as head of the technical team, he could just go to the tournament and do well. So uh, some people Tao, might not vote in favor. In, in all of these, you also remember the, the interesting stories of the likes of Jamel Belmadi, yeah. who took over in Algeria uh, with six months to go for the Nations Cup, went all the way and won it. And won it. If, if, uh, but there's, there's also the other fear that, you see, we've had very inconsistent technical direction for our nationality. 
since um, Keto Kriku became the GFA president on October 25, 2019. He's worked with Chris Yapia. He's worked with C.K. Akono. He's worked with Milo Van Rijvert. He's worked with Otto Ado. Now it is Chris Hutin. Five coaches in the space of four years as leader of Ghana football. There's also the other school of thought that economically doesn't make sense. We still owe C.K. Akono. Yes. He was fired in September 2021. We still owe Milo Van Rijvert. He was fired in February 2022. And you want to fire Chris Hilton, you're adding more debt to the, Ghana, uh, to the Ministry of Youth and Sports. And I can tell you this on authority, that at the Sports Ministry, they do not subscribe to the sacking of Milo Van, uh, uh, Chris, Chris Hilton. One of them actually said, Chris Hilton is going nowhere. So if Chris Hilton is going nowhere, um, they just need cabinet to go like, okay, but one of the things I often, I often feel is very interesting is the fact that they try to use politics in their decision-making, where they say that, okay, if the black stars don't do well, the government becomes unpopular. However, many people too have forgotten that if the ministry is so indebted to the extent that they cannot even complete their very own project they've started, it makes the government even more unpopular. So would you subscribe that, okay, we should fire Chris Hilton, add more debt, and use the resources to pay Chris Hilton off, or we should keep Chris Hilton and complete the infrastructure that we've got? Which of them will make the government unpopular? I think the leadership should be able to answer that question. But that also strikes uh, a certain level of worry as well. Yeah. You look at the stories of uh, Senegal, who had to work with Aliou Sisse, see him go through false falls of this nature yeah. um, and eventually get them to the promised land of winning the Africa Cup of Nations. In 2019, now, uh, 2022, yeah. We don't seem to have the patience uh, as a football collective. I'm talking about the government and the people. And it, it, it now strikes a certain level of worry. Five coaches in three years. That, <laughs> That's problematic. It's, yes, indeed, it's problematic. But um, as you mentioned, it's all about patience. You and I would be the very people who would stand here and go after leadership if the national team goes out there and they fail, right? So leadership would always want to satisfy us. And that is where I also disagree with leadership. And I've always said this. The GFA should have a deliberate plan of communicating to the people of Ghana that within the next five years, we have a plan, the plan of winning the African Cup of Nations in the next five years. If we win it before that, it's a plus. After five years, the people can begin to come after you if you don't win it because you had told us in the next five years. You wanted us to be very patient with you. We are very patient. However, we have an institution that has always told us that we've got talents. We've got quality. We are going out there to win. Forgetting the fact that Senegal did not just get up and start winning. With Ali Usise, we recall in 2015, the opening game, he won against Ghana, but they hesitated at a group stage. Many people have forgotten that. Where Ghana went all the way to win the competition. In 2017, he didn't have a very good performance. He was able to qualify for the 2018 FIFA World Cup. He went to the FIFA World Cup. That was his third tournament. He had some level of experience. In the 2019 AFCON, he was in the final. Unfortunately, they lost the final to Algeria. That's why we started the example of uh, Bamoud, who took over the coaching job. And then in 2022... He won the African Cup of Nations. It took Ali Usengo to be the man who was committed to supporting Ali Usise. Even when the Senegalese media and fans at some point lost 
the 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 hunger to support him. So in our case in Ghana, uh, Aliu Senghor definitely is the, the sports minister. Yeah, Aliu Senghor is the president of the Senegalese FA, and uh, he's also the, the first vice president of CAF. Mm. He so get, uh, Aliu Senghor is the it's Keto, <laughs> No, no, no. no in this well, case, it should well. be Keto Kriku. Keto Kriku should be the man. He, you have been tasked... I'm talking about in terms of supporting the coach. Yeah, state. yeah in terms of supporting yeah. the coach, state, it's, it should be the Ministry of yeah. Youth and Sport. And that's, in fact, it should be the minister. Mustafa Yusuf, who says that he, he thinks Chris Hutton should stay. And in fact, I spoke to him just some few weeks ago where he said that he trusts in the confidence and experience of Chris Hutton to do a very good job and wanted Ghanaians to be very patient. He wanted Ghanaians to give an opportunity to bring what he's done in the Premier League to bear because you don't expect him to start delivering all of a sudden when you take over a coaching job with a national team. What you do at club level, you, every single day you have opportunity with the players, they learn whatever you want to teach them and all that. But when it comes to a national team, sometimes you have barely 48 hours before your game. Here, we don't have that. So people would need to be very patient with Chris Hutton. But from where I sit, based on the information available to us, it is more of a foregone conclusion because they've been able to convince a large number of the executive council. I say it's more of a foregone conclusion because even CK Akono, when governments were against the second of CK Akono, CK Akono was still fired. They fired him September 13, if my memory serves now, 2021. They fired CK Akono. They wrote to the Ministry of Youth and Sports, told them that CK Akono is no longer the coach. There's a compensation of $50,000 to be paid, but they could not tell the ministry to pay. Because we were against the second of CK Akono. You have brought your debt. You should be able to sort it out. So if the FA feels that they've got money and they can fire Chris Hutton, they'll fire him even if government does not support them. Mm. Well, Clearly, you would have to wait for the events of tomorrow to yeah. have further conversations on this. There are lots of meetings. There are lots of meetings happening today. In fact, one meeting was supposed to start at two p.m. It is two p.m. We are on air, so we'll, we'll, we'll speak to people and see what 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 will come out Very of that well. meeting. And we sure are going to continue this on uh, you know on first take and on the George Post yeah. link yeah. on, on Saturday yeah. already. Game plan, rather. Uh, game plan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> First take is on Monday. Yeah. All right, so Muftar Abdullah Abdullah there with uh, some analysis on the situation with the Black Stars coach Chris Hutton and whether or not he will still be at post after this weekend. There is women's football to discuss because Ampemdakwa ladies who hold Ghana's flag in the ongoing CAF Women's Champions League have to get another game going and another result to keep their dreams of making it a first in this competition alive. Okay, so we'll uh, do all of that after this round of messages. This is Sports Today. Starting this October 20th to 11th of November... The African Football League, who is going to be crowned Africa's champion of champions and take the lion's share of the 14.4 million prize money. Catch all the games streaming at www.aflafrica and on FIFA Plus. The African Football League, our game, our home. Now let's shine together. The 2023 Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair is more than an exhibition. It's the gateway to your dream home. 
Don't miss this chance to make informed decisions about every aspect of your living space. Join us at the Accra International Conference Center from Thursday, November 23rd to Sunday, November 26th, 2023. This year, we are diving into the theme of home ownership, exploring the nuances between affordability, comfort, and luxury. We are bringing everything housing under one roof just for you. See you there. The Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair is in partnership with Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank, and powered by the Plant City Extension Project from Cities and Habitats, Rent to Own, and sponsored by Elegant Homes and General Constructions Limited, where quality meets value. Global Lighting, your solution to quality lighting. Syntex Tank, Air Strong, Air Tough, Springfield Estates, where dreams are built. Virtual Security, Complete Security Solution, DBS, your roof experts, Virtual InfoSec Africa, Security Solutions by Design, St. Gobain, Making the World a Better Plan, Clifton Homes, Beautiful Homes, Wise Investments, The Kissington Heights, Airport City, Kumasi, by HDG Homes Limited. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Before Shopify, did you find yourself wondering, where my sales at? But now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. I can't even get my lines out. <clears throat> oh, sorry, my bad. But my Shopify sales are through the roof. Amazing, Gary. 
Bet you're loving how powerful Shopify's tools are. And I can make my brand look however I want without code. And that you can sell on all the marketplaces and socials from your Shopify store. Or all that. Gary, stop leaving sales on the table. Start selling with Shopify and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash profits 23. That's shopify.com slash profits 23. Shopify.com slash profits 23. Thanks for staying with us. Now, Ampim Dakwa ladies are back in action today in their second group game in the ongoing CAF Women's Champions League. Now, the Ghana Women's League Champions take on AS Monday of Mali at 8 p.m. Now, looking for a second win following their opening day victory against defending champions Asfar of Morocco, head coach Nana Joe Adakwa says they are determined to win. Opportunity again. Um, we won our first game. We are happy about that. But we are not done yet. We will come to the second game with determination and everything so that we can win the next game. Yeah, we are done with the first game. We are happy. And we are going to work towards that game. We, we are not going to sit down and say we have won the first match, so we are going to sleep. We will keep on working hard so that we can win the next game. And say true. We want to be at the top of the group. Yeah. Oh, we, we worked there the other day. We play first game and they play the second game. We want them, but we can't bring our arsenals for people to see. So we are going to hide it and bring it. We want to surprise them, so we are not coming out with our arsenal. Well, so let's now do some analysis on this one. And uh, Lawrence Bader of Joy Sports will join me on Zoom. Lawrence, good to see you. Look, um, we we... We, we're in a bit of a situation when it comes to national team football. The national team, the male national team now has to start looking at new technical direction and all of that. But the ladies have a better story to tell us. And after that win, there seems to be a lot of confidence in the camp. How can uh, the ladies, you know, take advantage of this and ensure another three points in this game? I think, um, thank you very much, Nats. I think the win actually brings a lot of pressure rather than cool their nerves because if you look at if you go to the couple men's page and then look at the post that they've made i think people are getting to know more of Ampim Dakwa ladies it's no surprise that they have the most engaged posts on twitter or x now so it, it brings a lot of pressure and i like how they are going about their normal duties they are not taking the pressure in they are trying to relax their nerves and then go into each game with the target of taking all three points I know there's been pressure of they talking about winning the competition, but I know for a team that's it's making a, a debut performance, a, a debut appearance in this competition, it's quite good. And then it's, it's only obvious that they get the credit that they are taking it right now. Um, you know, Comfort Yabai was the star, you know, of, of the, the first game. She had pace. She had good anticipation. She had, uh, you know, firepower as well. And eventually her two efforts is what got us the win. Now... Let's look at how much pressure can be on her as well and how much, uh, you know, the opposing team will also uh, map out strategies to probably neutralize her, her effects, you know, today, later this evening. 
I think one, one thing that people have not realized about Comfort is the fact that anytime she's not on the offensive side, she's looked very brilliant in the defensive aspect of her game. I don't expect Ampim Dalquad to probably use her side again because in the first game, they tried something different they, uh, they did in the Wafubi Champions qualifiers. So the fact that Maryam Ponsa had to come from the bench in the first game, I, I reckon that she will be given the starting note um, this evening against AS Monday. So comfort gets, um, she doesn't get the pressure that she's, she's in at the moment where everyone is talking about her performance. Maryam Posa comes to the team and then she provides that focal point that the team lagged in the first 15 minutes against um, as far in the, uh, in the opening game. So uh, it could quite be a different game for Ampem Dawa ladies who are looking to secure early qualification into the knockout um, stages. So yes, comfort is in the limelight at the moment. However, I think... Maryam Ponsa or other changes that may, uh, may happen later in tonight's game will probably give, um, provide them or give them a different direction as to how they play the game against the Malians. Lawrence, what do, what do the Malians bring into this game, finally, before we go? So, unlike Ampem Daokuan, the Malians are, are making their second appearance in the tournament. In the four games that they played in the past, I, I say four because they played they play three in the maiden edition, and then they played now. They are yet to pick up a win. It's it speaks more of a side that is still yet traveling to pick up in terms of women's football. But on their um, in their zone, they, they look to be the champions. However, the continent is a bit different. They lack the experience. I don't I don't see them providing much threat to Ampem Dawkwa ladies looking at the performance from their first game because they had to rely on a late equalizer to even grab a point against Hurricanes. So it's it's going to be much um for Ampem Dakwa it will be much easier than what they anticipated in the first game. Very much Lawrence and uh remember that game will be live on the Joy Prime channel uh, later this evening. Kickoff is at eight PM. Well let's talk the Champions League now and because there was drama uh in Denmark where Manchester United's hopes of advancing to the last sixteen were in tatters after they gave away a two goal lead and ended up losing four three to FC Copenhagen. Now, Manchester United played majority of the game with 10 men after Marcus Rashford was sent off for a bad tackle. Now, the defeat leaves them at the bottom of Group A. Rashford is available once more. It's a good break into the box from McTominay. Copenhagen opened up and it's 1-0. Rashford Fernandes. Can Manchester United break? Hoyland is going through the middle. It's Garnacho into the box. And it's Hoyland for two! Chowdy, two to beat, couldn't do it, Rashford trying to shield the ball, has managed to do that, Wan-Bissaka clears, he stepped on Yellert's shin, he's in trouble, here we go, here we go, we know what's coming, Rashford is trying to smile but it's a grimace really, he's sent off and that is a game changer, look at Eric Ten Hag, look at the Manchester United players, chance here and it's taken, and it's El Yanuti who scored. It hasn't taken long at all for Copenhagen to make the most of their one-man advantage because they are big time back in business here. Played in by Ankers and helped on. Came off Moran. And it's a penalty. And Gonzalez levels it. Can Manchester United steal an advantage again? It's Maguire. And it's Falco clears. Maguire says handball. 
Eyes on the ball all the way. It does hit the arm of Lucas Lerea. Bruno Fernandes. And he scores. And he made it look like it was the easiest thing in the world. Lerea had a go. Sorensen. Falk. Sorensen once more. Falk lifts it in. And it's a goal. It's Lerea who scored. Stealing past Dallo to level matters once more. Oscarson didn't get it. Rudy Balti does. 4-3 Copenhagen. And it is that story. A player called Rooney may have just scored the winner against Manchester United. How do you reflect on that? Oh, do you have uh, one hour? <laughs> I'll give you all the time you want. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, we can't, we can't do. But I think first, uh, we played very good uh, till the red card. But the red card changes everything. And then it's become a different game. But then you can see two goals who never should count. And it, uh, yeah, that's very disappointing. Do you feel a couple of decisions went against you tonight? Not on, only tonight. And, but this is... In this moment, we are in the season and we have to deal with that with many decisions against us. But that's how it is. Uh, I'm sure it will turn. Um, a season is long and on one point it will turn in our favour. What is your opinion on the Marcus Rashford red card? I think it was a very harsh decision. Um, I'm sure he was going for the ball. And uh, I think already the review was over. And then uh, he went up to the screen. So, yeah, also I think the refereeing was not sure. Well, Manchester United running on a thin rope there. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, there's more sport later this evening at 8.30pm where we'll bring you some more updates on Ampim Dakwan ladies and the exploits in the CAF Women's Champions League. More stories on the sports page of MyJournalLine.com. And keep it here. Pulse comes up shortly. My name is Nathaniel Atto, and I have love for sport. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.